Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Message Recap Podcast. We are back. I got it right. Didn't I? A little hesitation. Yeah, we I got it right. never get it right. Yeah, we never get it right. Um, so we're back again. I'm Justin, one of your hosts, uh, one of the pastors here at TC with our lead pastor, Brad. The le- the legend himself, our founding pastor, Dan Livingston, yes, is with us. Yes, sir. Founder of Pastor to Pastor. Um, what else? There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of Founder of Transformation Church. Founder of Founder Transformation of Pastor Church. Pastor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was doing some work on Pastor to Pastor today. Yep. Getting Founder ready of, to kick it off big time. Yeah. Yeah. That's always exciting. So um yeah, so we're back. Absolutely. And we got John here. Oh, John's here. Hi everybody. Heard not seen. John Sapp. He saw so much weight we can't find him in the dark over there. That's He's, right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I've, it's not been that much i don't know i can't see it that much but me either I, you don't see Honestly. it in, you don't see it in yourself you know yeah yeah i did get my shakes in i have not oh i have not tried one yet uh. but the box came in it's <laughs> <laughs> like having a gym membership yeah, Never going yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I uh i'm gonna um i'm gonna try one in the i'm i'm gonna make one for breakfast in the morning i don't want to start at dinner i feel like that's weird so I just keep putting it off a couple of days, or on, or on like a Wednesday. Like, yeah, that's what I was. Wednesday thinking. sounds like a good day. So I ordered the Huel, the Huel, <laughs> um, the Huel shakes. <laughs> I did. Good for you. I did a lot of research. I mean, I watched YouTube reviews, um, the whole thing of like for Tate. Like, what are these? Uh, do these do it for you? Yeah. You know, yeah. are they like are they chalky? Are they gonna fill you up? You know, what's just shakes? I mean. It's supposed to be like this is a low calorie, you know, cut cut the thing. So, anyways, I got three flavors: chocolate, vanilla, and banana. You got the hey banana. Yo. I want to try. I like bananas. So I'm going to try it. Fair enough. Um, and then I even they got those hot and hot and ready meals, hot and savory, savory, where it comes like this little hot pot. So like more of like a there's like a Mexican chili. So it's not a shake. It's a it's like a they're I guess they're like oats, and when you mix it with hot water. And let it sit for a minute and makes like a food. <laughs> it's like an oatmeal kind of a thing. That it's supposed to be it's supposed to be pretty good. They yeah, said you, the, yeah. you it's hey, gonna have hey, to be better than what you're if making. They need, yeah, if they need a salesman, you don't need to apply for <laughs> yeah. that job. No, yeah, I don't know much about it. All I know is I, I I'm I'm trying to do something, you know, and I'm trying to you know, take a step in the right direction. Well, good for you, man. Come yeah. on. I That's awesome. So right. maybe um by next week I could give a review on there you go. uh the, the flavors. Shout them so, out on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. They send you a nice t shirt. They do. Okay. They, it's a nice shaker that comes with. I mean, I got a whole bottle. I mean, that bag, that bag is 17 meals. It's big. And I got three of those. Yeah. So, yeah. You went in all. You went 51. all in, didn't you? I spent a little bit. Well, yeah, because I wanted the different. I wanted to try, like, what flavor am I going to like? I figured I didn't want just one flavor because you get tired of it, is my thought. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, well, you come in forty pounds lighter. Know. We're gonna That'll go. That'll be awesome. It That'd works. Be something. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, man. Forty Just pounds. Put the pedal to the metal on my yeah. e-bike. The pedal on my e-bike. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun though. Yeah. Listen, if you don't, if you ever rode an e-bike, I highly recommend. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a blast. I'm cruising all through Cordova Park on that thing. <laughs> really, it's fun. Zipping around. Yep. So. Uh, right on, man. Yeah. No. So. I started back with my personal trainer last week. I'm still hurting. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's, part, that's the name of the game. Name of the game. But getting healthy. Got to be here for a long time. 
<laughs> winning it for a good time and a long time. That's the hard part. Yep. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's been. We had a good Sunday. Good Sunday. It was a, it was electric in this joint on Sunday, man. Like just boogie woogie woogie. It's electric. Sorry, bad yeah. joke. <laughs> the electric slide. Uh, you know that John, the electric yeah, slide. I, I do know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was real. It was yeah. It was good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you were. Pastor Dan was online with us. He was traveling back from Central Florida. We didn't, uh, from a record, you know, last week we talked about a record Sunday. Yeah. We didn't beat that record, but we still had almost as many people in, in service. So yeah. um, not that it's about the numbers, but it is. it, it does have an energy to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, numbers were important. Jesus told many people he fed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's not the main point, but if you're reaching people, your church is reaching people. It's um, mm. anything healthy grows. Yeah. So if if your numbers are not growing, or if your numbers are growing, then it's showing the health of the culture of the church. Which mm-hmm. that's what you know with Pastor Brad and the team. That's the major focus. And people come where there's a healthy culture, and they hear a, a message and and um, dynamic worship. I mean, I, Pastor Brad was saying I, I was down checking on my mom who we had to put in a home, you know, nursing home, and. Man, I just got on Interstate 10 when uh, worship in the first service started, and it was so real, so powerful that I just pulled over on the side of the interstate and had me a good time, <laughs> you know, and just had church. It was yeah. that real. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm listening to them over there. It really was like being there. It was it was yeah. awesome. It was really good. It was powerful. Yeah. Now, is uh, speaking of healthy things grow, is it possible to be healthy and not grow, do you think? Well, everything's well. Pastor Brad looked like he was going to say something. So, no, <laughs> Every, everything goes through seasons. God gave us four seasons of our weather for you know. Well, not here, he didn't. And so, <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 hot, we're in the hot one right now here. But, yeah. um, but everything's seasonal, you know. Yeah. And I think that's where churches miss it a lot of times. And 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 uh, a healthy leadership understands that. And I'm thankful that that's part of what the training is here through Pastor Brad and the team, that the Bible tells us the law of the harvest. There's a, a pre- preparation mm-hmm. season. There's a, a sowing season. There's a, you know, a maintaining season. Um, there's a season where there's no growth. You know, that it's a time now that you're, you sit and you start developing, the lead, getting ready for another harvest. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything's not, you're not going to grow all the time or the church is going to outgrow you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, it can be a, a steady growth, but you're going to see these, like we're in a moment right now to where it's like, just get on the reins and hold on, you know, where <laughs> mm-hmm. these people coming from. Right. Yeah. If it stayed like that and we're not developing dream teamers and, you know, which we are, yeah. but so there, everything's seasonal. So, um, it can be healthy and not be growing at that moment, Yeah, you know, but it will, th- at if you're not point. growing at that moment, you're developing leaders to take care right. of the growth when it does start back because it will right. come back. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but you're not stagnant. Absolutely. That, that's no. good. Yeah. I think it's like the stock market. You yeah. know I mean, it's like it's always it's, it's always trending upward, even if you're in a, even if you're in a, a little bit of a slump or a, a decrease for today or for this week. Or even yeah, if you like, zoom out of that timeline, it's still doing it's Yeah, it's it's from the day they the market opened until today. It's been a steady increase. There's moments where you go down yeah. but that's the you know that's the stocks they're going to come back up eventually you know most of whatever but 
Yeah, I think that's important. That's why the numbers matter because you got to know your data points. You got to know, you know, if you're if you're telling your whole church, go out and invite a friend and bring them to church in June, then probably not going to happen, you know, because our data points show that uh, other than this year, we broke every metric we've ever had this year because nothing made sense in a good way. People were just flooding in the doors in July 4th weekend. But um, usually, usually you have data. Yeah, it's literally usually we have data that helps us lead the church, you know, but even in that we we know, you know, we have data for when people are getting saved. Most often we know when the salvations are at their highest and we know when they're at their lowest. Um, you know, and so even with that, you know, we, the series, when people, um, the months that people are not getting saved in high numbers, that means unchurched people aren't looking for churches in higher numbers. So that means most of the people in the building are, are saved Christians. Therefore we're going to preach messages that are a little more in depth and speak something to them. Whereas the seasons where people are, we know unsaved people are in the building more, we're going to cater those messages towards, um, towards the unsaved a little bit more you know we 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 use the phrase we're we're not you know we're seeker aware we're aware when lost people are in the building and we're aware when they're not as much in the building and we're gonna pivot accordingly so um so yeah you you used a curse word right there in a religious system man seeker seeker oh so you know your seeker Seeker friendly friendly, church always said no the bible said uh, yeah jesus came to seek yeah and to save that which was lost. And when, you're, when your mentality of seeker is that, yeah. that we're doing what we need to do or can do to draw the unchurched in, and that's what's happening. Not just here, it's happening all across all the over. nation right now, yeah. Yeah. you know, in, our, in churches in our own city. Yep. It's happening, you know, it's, which says it's a God thing, not a church thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, but I, I think going back to your question, you know, one of the things that made me, you know, is when you announced, you know, to us the numbers of uh, two weeks ago when we had our ex- next to Easter's largest number of people we ever had in church on a Sunday. It wasn't just, I think it was 955. Mm-hmm. It was the other two numbers you gave that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like 32, I think, in next steps, if I remember. 35. 35, something like that. Something like that. And, uh, what was twenty something? <laughs> I think twenty two first time guests, and then first time guests, yeah. and then like twelve, 12 salvations, salvation. if yeah. I remember. I mean, those numbers are showing growth. Oh, that's huge. health. Yeah, that's, that's growth. Massive. You know, and and but it's not just a one area. You know, we hear it all the time from people that come in. They hadn't even gotten to worship yet. They haven't got to the. They hadn't heard a sermon yeah. yet. It's like, man, when I I walk in this lobby, it's like the electricity in this room. The love. Yeah. Six people has already welcomed me. You know, <laughs> yeah. I feel like part of the family and I hadn't even got connected, you know, yeah. and that's health. It's not just the numbers, you know, yep. uh, that's sign of a healthy culture. No doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, the one thing is true. You can have, Chris Hodges says this and it's true. Um, you know, you can have great preaching and great singing in an unhealthy culture and your church is going to die, but you can have mediocre preaching and mediocre worship and a healthy culture and your church is going to thrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. And it's true. But you're, and you're also right. That it's not just us here. A friend of mine um, is on uh, my friend. Kyle is now on the worship team at echo life and they've hit a couple record uh, Sundays as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Attendance wise. They're talking about, uh, they've been pulling chairs in the auditorium like we have, but now they're, they've been on the third service conversation. Um, awesome. So we love them over there. At yeah. Echo yeah life church. Awesome. So, um, but he was telling me that I had lunch with him on um, 
Saturday. He was telling yeah. me, I was like, that's really cool. It's not yeah. just us, you know. No, it's, it's all like, over. I'm hearing it from pastor yeah. after pastor. You know, young church plants. So some of the pastors that we're working with and mentoring are, are seeing it in young church plants with yeah. ARC. And, yeah. and now they're going into two services. And uh, one of them, or I was there kind of mentoring from day one, a little over a year and a half ago. And, man, he texts me right now. While church was going, he said, we got 22 in first steps today, you know, and they broke the 200 mark. And, oh, wow. Come on. You know, and, uh, you know, and it's just solid. It's yeah, just, awesome. God, it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Celebrate with them, man. Yeah. Well, sure. some of those milestones, you know, uh, and, and they're just numbers, but they, they are barriers that are hard to break. Yeah. yeah. You know, some of those, some of those milestones. 200, 400. Those are yeah. hard. Yeah. You know. Um, well, and it's what people, you know, it's like what, a lot of people don't necessarily understand unless you're in our world is it's not just what those numbers represent. Or it's not just who, what the numbers are. It's what they represent. Right. Like when you cross a threshold to 200, you now have the ability to increase your staffing right. and that changes the game because now the pastor gets to focus on doing more of what he can do. Mm-hmm. And you're bringing in more staff at 400. Um, the same thing, you get to pull in more staffing, but you also get to fund more vision because right. with 400 people it brings more money. So it's like now you can take on mission projects you couldn't take on when you were only 200 right. or 300 people. Right. And the same thing for, um, you know, what is the next one? Uh, I think it goes 600 and then it goes 1,000 if I'm not mistaken. But it's like same thing, like more staffing, then more bigger mission projects. Like we built a playground this year in the Dominican Republic. You know I mean? I think we invested a grand total of like $25,000 in the DR at one like in one go and it's like we couldn't have done that as a 300 member church if we knew we had to saved up three years you know right um, so it's just like it's not all the numbers you celebrate because every person matters but it also those numbers represent something that you may not think about in the grand scheme of things because it's the same thing as a business in that degree it's like more customers means more income means we can have better gear or we can have a bigger stock or we can have all of these things. So the more you have, the more you're able to do, you know, it's like, so what I'm, you know, it's the whole, like what I'm part of is bigger than the part Mm -hmm. I play type of thing. Um, And so that's also why the numbers matter a lot. And people don't necessarily think about. Yeah. And and for us, we're about to hopefully, you know, that thousand barrier, you know, hitting it once will be one thing, but to get it, Consistent. You know, consistently, that's a huge deal, yeah. Um, because of what it represents, like you, like you're talking about, especially yeah. in a city like ours, you know, that there is a lot of churches. You know, um, there's not really a there's not really a me- a mega church. I mean, some of the the three or four large guys would technically qualify as a mega church, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like we have a famous church here or anything, or like a more well known, you know, right. like a Church of the Highlands or something like right. that, or an elevation. We don't we're not competing. <laughs> quote unquote competing against that but um you know for a church like ours in a a fairly small building compared to some of the other guys you know those are big i mean to be yeah to be a thousand people it's a it's a big deal yeah i mean nine months ago 900 was like not even what we're thinking right well it's i mean just, it's been just you know, a, i mean yeah. it's just been like one of those moments, it's wild. you know, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me, and I'll, I'll hurry here, but a great pastor friend of my generation, uh, Henry Melton up in North Alabama, mm-hmm. pastor of church up there. And he told the story how the church never grew over 50 people for 15 years. And then one year it went to like six, 700, mm-hmm. just a move of God showed up and it just, and now it's a powerful church up in Faith temple up in North Alabama. And, um, it's those moments. It's just those 
you know, sovereign moments that God decides to put his finger on a yeah. place or, or land that we're seeing because it's happening in multiple, multiple churches all at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Right. It looks the same. Yeah. yeah. Different styles. Yeah. But what's happening is the same. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Well, let's talk about a uh, soul message. The old message. What did I preach on? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> tribal, <laughs> tribal wars. Tribal, tribal wars. wars. Stop playing games with the enemy uh, was kind of the overall tone from Sunday. Um, I'm, I like this series a lot. I did like the table uh, a lot last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Powerful. Uh, but I do like the series. Yeah. No, it's been good, man. It's been, uh, you know, the tribal wars, it's just all about who we are as a church, you know, and, and every August to some degree, we try to, we try to kind of have a similar vibe, similar tone to just like, you know, reestablishing culture. Culture is just so important, you know, like Pastor Dan already said, you know, so we're just always talking about who we are and especially in a growth season like this, because, you know, we, we talk about this, we've talked about this, it, everybody walks in the door with a, with a, their own culture. So right. they have to get culturized to who we are. Um, cause our culture is not for sale. Like our culture won't get hijacked. So you don't come in at TC and say, well, I don't, I think you guys should do it this way. It's like, well, this is sorry, but this is the way we do it. If you want to do it that way, I'm sure there's a church in Pensacola that does it that way. And I, I don't hate you. I definitely encourage you to go check that church out. Like we unapologetically are who we are. Can, can I just interrupt you for a second? Can sure. you define culture for a moment? Because, Great question. you know, in, in my generation, when you said we're a multicultural church, we're a multiracial church, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, when you when we use that word, we've used it a lot today. I think it's important people understand what you're saying. Well, even the word multicultural and what he just said, I think, are different. Yeah. Can, yeah. The context of the word well, being I, different. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. been misunderstood when we say got to have a healthy culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe yes. you define that so culture culture for us is the environment and the intangible presence uh, of excellence um and the uh, environment that we create that you exist in is what we talk about when we say culture so the way treat people treat each other uh the way we talk to each other the um the honestly it's kind of the the driving force behind the way that we do everything we do everything with excellence because excellence is part of our culture we have certain language because language helps shape culture so like uh, and we also get you know a lot of everybody around here still kind of struggles with it because we all come from different cultures. like case in point like rick pastor dan some of the others like they still call our auditorium the sanctuary (laughs) so we're constantly saying like it's the auditorium it's not the sanctuary it's like does that matter not really but we're always talking about like our language shapes our culture, right? So we talk about um, one of the hard ones lately has been getting people away from first, second, third service. Yeah, I, I was I was just about to service. use that example because um, I was going to tell John, not that that's a big deal, but it's a great, great example to yeah. give people insight is we're in three, three services and we, we decided we don't want to call them first, second, or third service. We want to call them by their you know, Time. 8 30, 10 or 11 30. Yeah. And, um, John, I don't know if just the oversight or like you, you have so many new people in your area on your team, but there was a, a post. an Instagram post or a story that said like, it's, you still have time to get here for a second service or something. And it was a great post, but I was like, I wonder if that's a new person who didn't realize yeah, we, we don't, don't really say it. Not, say a, first, not a huge third. deal, but well, like, we yeah. don't want to. Cause we don't want, we, uh, in our culture, we do not want people to believe that 
even subconsciously there's a ranking to the services like right. the first one is good and the third one's our leftovers like we don't want people to have that mentality um so we want we establish so those are just like those are little ways that language shapes our culture um we don't use freight like uh one of the phrases that's not allowed at tc is well i'm not gonna say it's not allowed we encourage people to reassess it which is i don't agree with that so when two people are disagreeing about something we don't say i don't agree with that we say tell me more about that like there's something i may not understand tell me more about that because perspective matters which goes back to the table message from two weeks ago right yeah. so um but culture is the intangible yet completely noticeable thing that you can't see uh you can't touch you can't smell you can't taste and yet makes all the difference in the world because you know when you're welcome and you know when you're not you know when the culture is healthy you know when you're not um and one of the greatest ways that i use to explain the difference is uh walmart and target um walmart and target all sell for the most part the same things um but there's a noticeable difference between the two um if you're in the south uh Publix and Winn-Dixie you know no Winn-Dixie's kind of gotten a lot better I mean when we were kids it was kind of on the bottom but um you know but a difference between like you walk into Publix and you're like man that's it's just something different about the way the employees act the way they behave um Chick-fil-a and Popeye's like there's a difference Jeez. it's not that one of them has good food and one is bad food they both have good food but there's a noticeable difference in the culture of the environment. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't taste it, and yet it's so obviously different. It's in the environment. It's almost like it's in the air, um, and that's what culture is. And so, and and you said you can't like see it, and you know, but I think at some point, not to disagree with you, but like that healthy culture produces an excellence where at some point you do notice it. Like, yeah, like right, the, right. the excellence Very comes noticeable. out like, yeah, you, you know, I can like to you, to your part, like to the a Publix is visibly nicer inside. Sure. The byproduct the, of culture. That's right. Yeah. The yeah, byproduct yeah. culture is a change staff team, leadership, church, business, et cetera. Right. So the yeah. byproduct of good culture is excellence kindness in the in the church world honestly the byproduct of a healthy culture is the fruits of the spirit right so love joy peace kindness goodness like so um healthy cultures are being in my opinion driven by the holy spirit and we add one thing to actually we, we add a couple things to the list of the holy spirit which is we add um excellence and we add creativity um and so i believe both of those are gifts of the spirit with paul just wouldn't he didn't know so <laughs> but um so those are things so for us we have a culture that is always seeking after those things um and it generates a behavior that's why our dream team they look at stuff and go that's not right and they fix it we don't no one has to walk by well a lot of times sometimes they do but a lot of times the dream team just sees it and they go that's not that's not they don't a lot of times they don't even know how to say it. that's not our culture they just go that doesn't seem like us we did an event last year um, and at the event, there's a number of things that were just out of sorts kind of, and I had no less than 10 people walk up to me and they're like, we didn't plan this, did we? And I was like, no, we are partnered at this event with someone else. And they said, I can tell cause it's not us. And what they were saying was it lacks the elements that make TC great. It, yeah. it doesn't have our culture on it. Um, and, and that's a, you know, it's a good thing. And that whole conversation is constant. Because uh, I don't know who said it. I heard Craig Groeschel say it last. I don't know if he invented it, but you know, vision leaks and culture drifts. So you yeah. have to constantly talk about it. 
especially in a growth period where every week there's new people that don't know the culture. So you're, yeah. it's constantly having to introduce people. It's, it's, it's constantly having to show people what they're experiencing and why that's important. Yeah. It's just like, we joke about, you know, we joke about when people come to our church and, um, they're loving it. Like they, they talk about how they love it. I love it here. It feels so good. Um, this is great. You know, what y'all ought to think about what we used to do in my last church is like, not really interested in hearing that because you left there and you, <laughs> there's something here you love right. and we don't do that. So it's possible to love it without that. <laughs> and Correct. you know, and so it's like, not that, you know, and that's just kind of a joking way to say it, but, um, but it's true. But people, but, but there, yeah. there is, you, you do sense it. Yeah. Um, well, and but it, it is constant. What it's people constant. fail to understand is a lot of what, it, well, a lot of what has made the culture healthy is the no's, not just the yeses. A lot of no's. A lot of no's. And sorry, we don't do that. Is uh, it, that's it's why required? I think that that's why I'm the bad guy. Yeah, they think Justin I'm the no is, guy. Justin is the official bad guy. Because he's the <laughs> well, no we guy. we have meeting today. We were talking about should we say yes to this or no to this? And yeah. Y'all heard you were. I'm like, so no, no, we shouldn't. Well, it's just because it's a lot of times it's just yeah. sideways energy, and people don't realize. I, I me and um, the individual from that we talked about in the meeting, we talked on the phone yesterday, and you know, I said one of the things that people fail to realize is how many requests get sat in your lap. I mean, if you're not careful, oh, you could be spending your whole, you could have your whole staff doing, having sideways energy, just yeah. constantly doing this thing for that person. And I'm not talking about like someone that needs help. I'm talking about like someone has a good idea about this or they have a good idea about that. And it's like, well, they're all good ideas. They're just not, they're not us. And and that's what people don't get is like, even the no doesn't mean your idea was stupid or we right. think you're dumb or it's a bad idea. It's just not what we care to put our, our, energy energy towards resources yeah so it's like it, on both of those it things. may be a phenomenal idea yeah. and just because you got to know from us well, yeah. doesn't mean it was wrong or bad it just doesn't fit and that's where i think that the sometimes a disconnect where that frustrates me on a on a back-end level like where it's like man because i know they don't love it i know they walk away going they're not you know even if it's kind of negative like, i get it people are people but it's like they just kind of have the luxury of not knowing what we know sometimes um well, yeah, but but um, it doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It's just like it, it may be a phenomenal idea. It's just like that's just doesn't fit with what sure. we're doing right now. Um, and that's okay. Like I, I think people we should be okay with that. Yeah, because I think there's you can come up with ideas all day long, good well, ones. Yeah, well that's the thing too. What what a lot of people oftentimes fail to realize is part of our culture is healthy things grow, and to stay healthy means not burning your people out with constant i mean you're probably one of the best ones that every time we're trying to put something on the calendar you're like do we really need to do this <laughs> yeah. you know justin's yeah. like the dude that's like do we really need to do this like is this really gonna is this gonna move the vision forward is this gonna help us and, and we need you need that person in the meeting yeah. right um because yeah it, like again as a pastor it's like well there's a healthy balance between all that because i'm not i'll acknowledge i'm not always i know i'm not right all the time sure but I have question. to play. I have to play the opposite because we have to land somewhere on, yeah. you know. There's a, there's that balance because yeah. you know church people love to do one thing, and that's have events where they get together with other church people right. and high five each other about how great they are doing church. And if you want to do know? that, you can start a small group. Uh, <laughs> the September third, but like, that, forever yeah. we will battle that, you know. Yeah, and yeah, it's like even Nate, like we joke about Nate, our student guy. He has a tendency to want to just do events. It's like yeah drives us me crazy i'm like we're not an events church right, we're, we're not, not an events. events church you know but even in not not as an events church we still do events but church people all day long will come up with ideas like we ought to have a, a an ice cream social for this or this it's like 
or not like or we should like a good small group every friday night yeah because if you're not careful it's like every time you turn around you're gonna have the doors open it's like at some point yeah if it's all important nothing's important or if it's all special nothing's special that's kind of how i feel when when it comes to events it's like let's figure out the few things we want to do yeah and let's do them really well well like you said at minimum it makes us just look at it carefully and even if we decide we're still going to do it, yeah. at least we assessed it and was That's like, right. okay, this is this. No, I do believe this is a good thing. And I, and this is a thing that we are going to get behind. So I think those things are important. But again, at the end of the day, like, you know, um, we have a s- relatively small staff for how big our church is. Yeah, that's true. So like, it's only recently started, it started growing. The size yeah. as so it it's is. like at the end of the day, you know, one of the phrases we get to tell people like, we just had this conversation earlier, right? There's a number of people that are coming through our doors right now. They're coming from other churches. They're hurt. They're a little burnout. And we're telling all of them, you need to sit for six months. Don't serve. Don't lead anything. You just need to sit in the culture, feel the freedom, experience like what the Lord wants to do in your life for the next six months. And then after that, you can get moving. And we can do that because we don't have so many things going on that we're desperate for people to get jump in. Right. So it's like true. one of the reasons why the culture is healthy is because we don't have everybody running full steam all the time. Don't get me wrong. If the dream team serves, they're amazing, but we say no to a lot. And a lot of times what we're saying no to, it's not even about us. I mean, we get our worship team gets invited to a lot of places to go and do things and, and lead worship at these deals. And it's like, they got three services uh, coming up this Sunday. Like, you know, so they got rehearsal on Thursday, got three services coming up Sunday. Like we're not, I I love you and I support you and a family and a lot, you know, they got kids like, and our worship team's not paid. Like, you know, we have, we have like one part, Vince is a part-time worship director, like, and everyone else, unless they're on staff or something else, um, like John, uh, is they have their full-time job. They're not, they don't get paid to do this. So it's like when people ask that and we run click tracks and we run backing tracks and we, it's like, if you're going to go, then that probably means Kyle's going. So now part of our production team, it's like, just to do it, it is a big undertaking. So, and, and these other churches that are asking a lot of times they're event driven churches. Well, because they do so many events, they only have 20 people at any event. And it's like, it's not that, you know, 20 people don't matter, but it's one of those things where it's like, if you already got another team that can be there, we definitely don't need to be. And so it's a lot of no's because in a lot of those requests never even make it to Vince. They just stop at me. Like, nah, I'm, I'm sorry. We're not gonna be able to be a part of that. Cause I don't want Vince to have to make that hard decision or let someone down. It's right. like, I'm guarding my team. Cause it's like, we're going to stay healthy and, and keep everyone in the right track. So anyways, all that says you got, you, know, you asked one question. It's like yeah. culture, but, uh, culture. but that's what it is. Every, <laughs> everything, everything speaks. And that's one of the things we taught our leaders. Like everything speaks to culture, even if you're not trying to. So the way, the language that we use, the, the, our dialect, um, our tone, um, it's all shaping culture, our excellence. The things we don't say is speaking to culture. You know? I think as you're saying that, though, one of the sayings that we use and we, we practice is you're more important than your gift. Yeah. And, you know, running that worship team, which is phenomenal. I remember when we had like three singers and one musician and, you know, yeah. and now there's like, what, 40 or more? Something like that. And yeah. On the team, not every Sunday up there, but yeah. they, they rotate. rotate. Yeah. You know, and then how many's in infuse getting ready to get on the team, you know, and oh, just watching oh, what God oh, is oh, doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the importance of keeping that team healthy 
And if you start running them all over the country and every night they're not with family and not with kids and, and everything, you're more important than your gift. Sure. We don't care how good you sing, but if you're not healthy, then we're, you're not priority to us. And mm-hmm. we want a healthy culture saying you are more important yeah. than what you're bringing to us. So I think having that culture allows people, and I've heard that from people coming to me, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm serving, but I don't feel the pressure, yeah. you know, we don't use the term volunteer. Correct. That's right. You know, um, we don't have to do this. We get to do this. That's and right. and we're going to find where your passion is and where you, where you've been gifted by God. So you can serve out of something you love doing. And if you need a break, we're going to, it's okay. Yeah. You absolutely. know, you're not failing the church. You're not failing us. We want you healthy. No, I'll take and, them right. Yeah. The culture mm-hmm. allows that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So cultures, cultures are such a big deal for us. And so we're constantly trying to re, you know, we're always establishing it. And, and that's what we were saying earlier is, you know, people are walking in and they have, they're walking in with a culture because where they're coming from had a culture, even if it wasn't an intentional culture, you're building a culture, you know, pastors, right. leaders, business leaders, CEOs that are out there, whoever, like you're always building a culture. And if you're not intentional about it, you're probably building one you don't want. But we're so people come in with a culture and it's just like you said, people come in and it's like, man, you guys need to really do this. And it's like, that's what, what we did at my old church. I'm like the church you left. Yeah. Like, nah, yeah. Uh, like, but it's one of the things where we just guard who we are. Like we know, we, you know, we, we know who we are. And, and so we're constantly making sure that um, we're, we're sticking to who we are. And, and, you know, I think we add a few things to the calendar every year. And then I think we take ha- half of them away and pull other things i mean you know well, i think i think we're pretty good about asking like what didn't work and trying to get it off the calendar but well i still think we're in a and maybe we'll never get out of this maybe it's just the nature of who we are as you know leaders or whatever i feel like we're still in a, a, a even though we're growing we've not gotten anywhere close we're like we're still in a turning knob stage yeah you know we're still yeah. constantly dialing in exactly what we're going to look like in the things we do and like that changes every year, which is it's just part of it, which is fine. That's like, you yeah. know, but yeah. Well, I, you know, pastor Brad's saying, if it's not broke, fix it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make it better. We're always tweaking things. You know, I was just thinking, I know we want to go in your sermon, but um, <laughs> this is what we do every week. <laughs> you know, the, there's so much, and, and it's out there. My family went through it as a pastor church hurt. Yeah. Church hurt. Yeah. You know, it's a big term that's used now. And, you know, just listen to what you're saying there. You know, church hurt, I don't think it's coming from physical fights and it's not coming so much. But would, would you think that a majority of the hurt that people are referring to has really come from the culture, not from yeah. an individual itself? Right, sure. right, right. Sure. Or, or, the, or the individual behaves because that's the, what the culture that's it's been culture, established. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I, I said that wrong. Absolutely. But, you yeah, know, yeah, a, right. a negative culture opened the door. Yeah. For someone that was really not acting out to be ugly or mean or aggressive, but it was, they felt fine or okay and doing what they did because the culture approved it. it. Right. You know, it wasn't a fist fight in church. Right. Right. You know, it's an action or a word. Those might have better outcomes if they were just yeah. fight it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, so the culture really does matter. Yeah. You know, yeah. it really, really does. Well, I mean, that's the, the, that's what they say, right? Culture is king. What, all the, the same culture eats strategy for breakfast, like yep. all those things because they're true. You know, it's like literally I, I went to Whataburger twice yesterday. 
which now that I'm thinking about it is weird. Um, but those fuel <laughs> shakes start yeah, on Monday. Yeah, I was say, you, oh, yeah, yeah. you took start. them right out of my mouth. I'm going, those shakes come right in time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you might as well just start after 21 days. Why don't y'all all be quiet? <laughs> and, uh, well, at least we're in the culture that we're yeah, all yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. No, you know? no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was in a hurry both times. I, I needed convenience, which <laughs> I shouldn't have went there. I don't know why it takes so long <laughs> at Whataburger. It takes forever in the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like they take your order and they just put your thing on and cook yours and everybody's waiting and then you drive off and then the next one they put on it's like throw a couple patties down. <laughs> you know, like but it, it literally took forever and I'm like it used to be I could see like Whataburger blaming well, we're better than McDonald's because McDonald's has all the food ready and they're just sitting under a heat lamp and but we cook it's hot food. But it's like, I have been to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it is possible right. to have hot, fresh, good food and be fast. Like, it exists now. The world knows it. Yeah, right, right. right. So, like, what are y'all doing in there? Like, yeah. literally, what's going on? And I think... And, and that's yeah. the culture thing. It's, it's like, culture it's thing. like, and they're, we always joke about Popeye's. I mean, Popeyes must say, if you're at all nice, they must, you not get hired. They only hire rude people <laughs> or something. It is yeah. like you're going to be told to pull around yeah, and they're going to bring your food yeah, out to you. I don't care when you it's order. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're all Absolutely. mad that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's they're just the, but Chick-fil-A is not like that at all. Right. They weed that out. You couldn't, you, you couldn't do, do that at Chick-fil-A. No, you wouldn't. Someone along the line would have spotted that and you'd be gone. Yeah, that's not who we are. Yeah, it's not that's who not we who are. are. That's cult- that's and it's like, language. man, it's just are. so frustrating where it's like, when I have to sit in the Whataburger drive-thru and I'm like, yeah, I almost don't want to give them my money. Well, and I, yeah. And I think because it's, it's, it's you know, so bad. Do. The culture's bad. Well, and that's why I say it's like two things. One, um, you know, like for Chick-fil-A, it's not even a, that's not what we do. It's the same thing at TC. When things are are out of the, our cultural norm when someone sees it like we've we speak even we, we even speak specific language to how we correct it we don't say that's not what we do we say that's not who we are right because your behavior is a representation of our identity so when you step out of our culture that's not who we are it's not just that that's not what we do because you can stop doing it but still have it in you right it's like no that's not who we are you need to be like you need to elevate well, to a different person so I think that that's part of it. Well, you mentioned Publix earlier in your example, like Publix versus Winn-Dixie. My cousin's husband has been at Winn-Dixie. I was with him this past weekend. We had a little family like cookout thing. And uh, my cousin's husband has been, he's in management with Winn-Dixie for like, he's been there since out of high school, 20 something years. He's wow. worked at Winn-Dixie and somehow Publix came up about Publix managers and he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, I'd love to go work at Publix. I was like, you can't, at, with that much experience, you couldn't go to Publix and get a manager job? He said, no. He said, all their managers start at the bottom and they work their way up. And they're, they've been, they're a part of it. Means and I was like, there. you know, that I, I, you can notice that almost. He's yeah. like, he's like, it is hard to come in as an outsider into Publix. Most of their managers started out as a bag boy. Wow. You know, wow. and they, they've that been there. Something. And I was like, wow. I was like, I gladly, I mean, Publix is what's closest to me, but. I will gladly shop there over. I can't stand Walmart, yeah. you know, all those. Yeah. But that, that confirms, uh, you know, years ago, uh, y'all have heard me say this and I'll do mm-hmm. it real quick, but, um, Pastor Burke Clendenin, who was like a major mentor in my life, he was like the preacher traveling around the country in my generation. And, uh, he was asked one time at a, after a, a he's preached one night, they had a dinner and we were all sitting around pastors for pastors only. 
and when I'm asking him, if you could do anything different, what would you do that would make you feel more successful? And he, without thinking, he said, I would have spent more time with the children. And one of them raised another question, well, what would make you say that? And he said, because you never have a spiritually mature church until the children of your ministry become the adult leaders in your house. Right. They come up under your vision, just like you're yeah. saying with Publix, and they're carrying that vision. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to go for generate. Now you got more generations, you know, that have, you know, and that's that's one of the joys that I get to experience every time we walk in Oh, yeah, you see it. Is the children that used to grab me around the knee are major leaders in this house all over the campus, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, all over the auditorium, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sorry, no matter where, where you look, there they are. And, and that's why, you know, in one of our recent conversations with Pastor Brad in my living room, it was, you know, you're not a dreamer. You're not just a dreamer anymore. You're a visionary. You've passed that phase of being a young dreaming preacher. You know, God's got you on that. You're, you know, or we were in your office, I think at that conversation, but anyway, it was, um, you know, you're planning now, not what's got, what are we going to do this year? What are we doing that's going to affect three generations from now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah, these these people that have now used to be a child in this church, but are leaders, they're not going anywhere. They're raising their children in the, the house under the same vision that's now expanding. Yeah. Right. And their their children and grandchildren are going to be the leaders of this house. And it's just going to keep expanding. Yeah. You know, because they it came from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot of power in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Well, and I think too, you know, even going back to what you said, you know, you're talking about, you're talking about Whataburger and how they, uh, how they take, you know, they take forever or, you know, you're talking forever. About, and, uh, <laughs> you were talking about Chick-fil-A has proven that they can do it fast. They can, it can be fresh and fast. I think one of the beautiful things about Chick-fil-A is a prime example, is they also do a few things well, few things, and they do them all well. What they do, they do well, but they do a few things. It's like, how do you want this chicken on a bun? Chopped up in the nuggets, well, orange yeah, strips. That, like, that's why you know, <laughs> the, you know, a lot of these fast food restaurants. There's a portion of the menu dedicated to the new thing because they always have a new thing. Right. So if they don't do that, I mean, the newest thing they had lately was what the mac and cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, and they rotate milkshake flavors. Their <laughs> their main product is like this How is what it chicken? is. Yeah. yeah. Strips, nuggets, sandwich. It's a and salad. Yeah. Which is nuggets in the South. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, so it's like, so, and that's why I said, I think it's, it goes back to us saying no, we say no to a lot of things because we're very efficient. You know, um, we do the things that we do and that, you know, no God, fire, freedom, discover, curse, make it. We, those are, those are the four things we do. And yeah, we have missions and we have other things, but they're connected to helping people know God. Like it's, so we do small groups and it's helping people find freedom next that like we do these things. I and mean, we, it came up not too long ago. Uh, one of our teams got inconvenienced a little bit, had to get bumped, uh, you know, the production team cause they were doing stage overhaul. We had to move next steps in the auditorium. Oh yeah. And it was, that was one of the, the funny things. It was like, it was like, I know that changing the stage is important, but like, this is one of the four things we do. <laughs> so like, it's, it's always going to take priority. And of course they were fine. They waited the hour and a half and then they got it done, which they did a phenomenal job. This looks ridiculous in here in a good way, uh, in our auditorium right now. But, um, but it's just that same thing. It's like, how do we, what do we know what to prioritize? Nugget strips, sandwich style, like for us, like, yeah. no God, fine. we have Sunday morning, small groups, the next steps and the dream team. This is one of the four things we do. We don't have to have a conversation about this. Yeah. 
because we already know. It's That's like good. so when people come in, well, what do, have you guys ever thought about? Yeah, not running real. a soup kitchen. No, we haven't, and we never will. Um, now, if someone else in our church has a vision for it and they launch it, we'll gladly look at it as a local missions platform. But we, Transformation Church, are not undertaking that thing because That's, this yeah. is what we do right here. You know, so um, we prepare people to do we that. Prepare, but yeah, we empower That's people to right. follow the That's paths they have. Good little ad you there. Know, even even some. I mean, we have a huge development thing happening right now. Um, you know, whenever, you know, state funding and all that takes forever for the, that, the property expansion, not the church building, but the other property and the athletics complex and all that stuff that we've talked about over time. But, um, and that's taken forever, but even that we've disconnected it from the church mm-hmm. and it's under a separate nonprofit because for that very reason, it's like, that is a separate engine with separate, you know, vision. Money, separate vision. Yeah. Now the church is going to support it. And in turn, the church is going to be a beneficiary of that thing oh, absolutely. in a number of ways, including bringing 20,000 people a week onto its campus and, and having transformation church be a partner. But even then it's like, we don't want to gray. We want to keep a fun. The church does this thing. This is our vision. This is our mission. We're not going to abandon that for anything. So even the vision that the pastor of the church has for how, we as a church can make an impact on our city. We're going to do it as a partner with another organization. And we're not going to ask the church to right. you know, do all of these things. So it's just, it's just super important, but it keeps everything. It, it helps us stay fixed on the right thing so we can keep doing the right thing. So it's good. Yeah. It's real good. We onboarded 30 something dream teamers this past week. Um, it's a and, lot. And teaching them culture and the same thing, you know, step three, that's all we talk about culture, culture, culture. So, um, awesome. it's that's important. So, cool. so that's what people, that's why people keep coming back. Life change is addicting. They see it in themselves, see it in their family. And so it's been super powerful. So it's a good time. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a good so time. I preached on stuff Sunday. You can go check it out. If you want. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, so. yeah. The, the whole series is, is where the, or the listen or a watch. Um, it really is. You can find a podcast um, or our YouTube or our website has it all. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. So make sure you're caught up. Don't just listen to one of them. Listen to all of them. Listen to the yeah. whole series. The whole series is good. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Guess it's time to get out of here. That's it. We're wrapping up. John. I'm so glad you were here today. You gotta, yeah, don't you talk so much next time, John. Yeah, I'll yeah. try not to. Reframe yeah. conference this weekend. Um, if you're not yeah, registered, go to transformationchurch.com. Please register and hurry up. Do it. Listen, that. it is free, but you still need to register. Yeah. Um, and then it's free, but if you want to add on a lunch for Saturday or your conference T-shirt, um, you pay for those items. Um, but please register. It's going to be Friday night and Saturday. Saturday will also be day 21 of 21 Days of Prayer, yep. which we are finishing at Reframe comes. So, no, not the normal 21 days of prayer, 9 to 10 on Saturday, um, because we're having the reframe conference. So, um, yeah, so we're still here the rest of the week, 6 to 7 during the week. Um, a.m. A.m. So, yeah, 6, 7 a.m. up until Friday. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be me a good week, good weekend. It's going to be good. Right on. Pastor Dame, thank you for being with us. Yep. yep. Awesome. Always. Yep. Justin. Check Where us, might they find? Check us out, transformationchurch.com or all the socials at Transformation Pensacola. All right. Love y'all. Catch y'all next week for another week, another sermon, another message recap podcast. <laughs> See ya.